Hello and welcome to this episode of the Tradie and General Contractors Business School podcast. My name is Barry William Magaditi, your host for today's episode, joined by the amazing Miranda Hill. How are you doing today? I am amazing. Amazing. Love being here, having these conversations with you. Excellent. Well, look, today we want to uh, share with you guys and help essentially trades and general contractors who really want to unchain themselves from their business to gain the freedom to live their dream lifestyle by building a business that can ultimately run without you profitably. And a few key things we're going to be speaking about on today's episode, which is around uh, the first chapter in my book, The Path to Freedom, around creating a vision statement. We're going to go through a mini series over the next few episodes, taking you through chapter by chapter, breaking down what it is, what it's not, and how to be as implemented. But today, we'll be taking you guys through the critical mindset shifts that could save your business, your plan to get off the hamster wheel, what a vision is and isn't, three reasons why your vision is critical for your success, vision, mission, and values. What's the difference? Everyone has a different uh, terminology and methodology. Uh, we're going to be discussing vision as an avoided strategy and also the common traps to avoid when creating a vision statement. But let's kick off. Miranda, what are some of the major problems that we're seeing in clients uh, and how do we overcome them? And I guess what are the traps that we find most of our clients fall into or people we've worked with when it comes to creating your vision? Mm, great question. You know, there's... There are three common traps uh, that we see a lot. And let's talk about the first one, which is the money trap. Uh, you know, the money trap when people are creating a vision for their businesses. When we think about it, what, um, you know, what we want really is a feeling. And we want that feeling of maybe being able to uh, pay for dinner with friends without having to, you know, jump on and quickly check your bank account all the time going, can I afford this? We want a feeling of being able to provide for our for our family, maybe to take them on a holiday or, you know, take them out and, and you know, do some sort of activity together. We want that feeling that contributing to others and to our community brings. So it's really about a feeling. But really money is just a vehicle to get us out of our desired state. Um, and if we focus our vision when we're developing our vision for our business, if we focus it solely around money, we will never reach that goal because it's a feeling. So, yeah, I, I guess it's really important to note that the difference between a vision and a goal is that you can absolutely set goals and targets around financial outcomes. Like, I, I love money, right? I really do. However, I made the mistake in the beginning and see a lot of people make the mistake that when you focus your vision on money, you either A, achieve it and then find yourself lost and overwhelmed, not knowing to go where, not, not, not knowing where to go next, or you fail to achieve it because what we actually really desire, as you mentioned, Miranda, is not, not money. We want the experience. We want the feeling that money gives us. And this is something that I kind of, I guess, found as a bit of a hack, is that when we can really articulate what's the feeling we want to achieve, money, those materialistic things are a second order consequence of achieving that feeling in the first place. Mm. Yeah, great distinction. You know, the distinction between also, a, you know, the vision and the goal, you know, and, and the vision being um, why we do what we do in our business. It's our North Star. It's where we're heading. It's the reason we get out of bed in the morning. Um, it's the reason you all as tradies get out of bed at, you know, four or five or, you know, dark o'clock um, and, and go off and do what you do. Uh, as, yes, it may be, well, I need to pay the bills, yet there's a feeling that you get from having that money. 
um, and and so the vision is around that. So, but as Barry said very rightly, this is not about goals, and you know we'll talk about goals in a, in another another episode around um, setting goals for that. So that's the first trap. What's the second trap, Barry? Yeah, this 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 very much ties into the first trap as well. And like, if you're a, a trade contractor right now and you're struggling to, to 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 pay your bills, like stick with us because often that objection comes up. It's like, oh yeah, but like I just need to pay my bills. And that, oh, yeah, I just need to mentality is what's actually stopping you from having a highly profitable business that can work without you. Essentially doing the same thing over and over and wondering why you're not getting a different result, which ties into this second trap, which is the perfectionism trap. I guess some business owners and, and traders, contractors, they spend months agonizing over trying to nail their perfect vision. And what I'd say is this, is don't spend too much time You know, one mantra that I created and and shared amongst our community is to focus on progress rather than perfection. Like a vision half done is better than a vision that's perfect because the reality is, is if we spend time getting our vision perfect, we've missed out on a lot of opportunity and then we're reluctant to actually change it. But vision might, like many things in our business, shouldn't be stagnant. It should be forever evolving. Our vision, mission and values are all something that keeps, that, that we'll keep cultivating as our journey through growing our business evolves and your next and the next and the next so on will continue to evolve. So we want to focus more on getting things done and taking a step forward rather than getting them perfect. If, we just start, if we're just starting out, we don't really have to have a strong vision for what we want. That's, that's okay. Like we won't necessarily have it. And it might be around money to start with because, you know, you're in that scarce mindset place just trying to make sense meet. But realize that it will develop as we progress. So don't get upset with getting it right. There is no perfect. In fact, your vision will keep changing and evolving over time as you yourself continues to change and evolve. Just focus on getting enough clarity right now over the vision that you can see a short distance in the future that keeps you moving forward. However, schedule regular time to check in on this and keep expanding your vision as you and as your business continues to expand. Yeah, well said. You know, I'd say this a strike a balance between um, a rushed job and that'll do. I'll whip it up in half an hour. It can't be that hard. And spending invest some time in deep thinking, and we'll talk you through um, and and let you know how how to go about doing this a little bit later. But invest enough time that you've put some thought into it, um, but don't, as Barry said, let it go four to six months as you're perfecting the word and agonising over, uh, uh, you know, the, which words are the right words. Um, but when you do get it in place, hold it there for a, a period of time. You don't change it weekly. So it's finding that balance between um, don't rush it, invest a bit of time in it, but not too much. Know that you can change it, but you're not changing it daily or weekly. Hold it there and test it and date it for a while, but you don't have to marry it immediately. Ideally, especially in the early days, like if you're an early stage business or this whole concept of vision is new to you, absolutely check in on it quarterly and look to start to refine it. But what we're talking about is don't like throw the whole thing out and create a new one. What you're wanting to do is refine and build on what you've got quarter by quarter, year by year. And what you'll notice is that a few years in, it's less likely to be changed regularly. But in the beginning, it will be changing regularly because it will be a reflection of the growth that you yourself and your business is going through. And I guess that kind of brings us to the third one, Rand. We've talked about the money trap. We've talked about the perfectionism trap. But the last one I think is also really important uh, that we see amongst the trades and contracts we work with as well. Absolutely. You know, the, the last one is the show-off trap. 
Um, and and it, we often see it where it's like, oh, I'm going to come up with this big grandiose vision. You know, I'm going to feed 50 million people and change the world forever. Um, you know, the gap between where you are now and that is just so big. For a start, your brain will switch off. Your neurology will not connect with it. You will not want to move towards it because it is so far from where you are. Um, but there's, you know, there's sometimes can be ego involved in all of this. Now, that it's is not right? Hey? It's inauthentic, right? Like you go and create a vision because that's what your friend does or some famous entrepreneur or that's what you think you should do. But there's inauthenticity there. Totally, totally. You've got to feel connected to it. So when you put, you know, write your vision and create your vision, do a check-in. Do you feel connected and excitement, a feeling of of wanting it? Um, you'll know what that feeling is for you. We'll all call it different words. You've got to feel connected to it in some way. Um, you know, the vision must start with you at your core. And if it's not an, uh, an expression of your true desires, you're not going to align with it. You've got to know that feeling of feeling aligned. You know, when you meet somebody and you just feel connected and aligned with them and you just talk and get on, that kind of alignment with it. Imagine you're getting on and talking with, you know, your vision. You, you'll know that feeling when you have it. Um, it's got to be the fuel of your, I guess, your inspiration. Um, and if you don't feel that that internal inspiration, um, then you're not going to get that buzz that's going to get you out of bed uh, when things going, you know, when the going gets tough, when you come across obstacles that will cross your path. It's got to be enough to make you want to jump them, you know, to yeah. work your way through those obstacles. Um, Which. Which I guess important to note, Miranda, like your vision doesn't need to change the world. Mm. It can be enough just to change your world. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that one. Your vision doesn't need to change the world just enough to change your world. And your world is your world, not everybody else's world. So think about where you're at now. Um, you know, when your business is systemized more, it's working without you and you're making more consistent profits. You've got a team in place. Um, then you can start thinking about contributing on a wider scale. I almost say, you know, the, the, to have a vision about contribution, you must have profitability first. Yeah. Think of the vision, like think of the vision that's relevant to where you at right now. And, you know, something that does stop a lot of people is they're constantly comparing their behind-the-scenes footage mm. to somebody else's highlight reel. So scrap what you're seeing others in society doing and work out, like what's a vision that's relevant to where you're at right now? And remember that all that has to change is your world right now. And as you said, Miranda, when your business is profitable and it's systemized and it's working well without you, then you can start to look at how you can expand that to contribute and make the world a better place. Yeah. Now, two common places I often see people uh, and our clients start with their visions is what I would put into what I call a vehicle vision, which is around um, what a business does. It's what your business does, um, and and that that and that, and if that's where you're at now, and it's going to be about what your business does, then that's cool. Or sometimes they are often what I call a perspective vision, which is around changing the perspective of what your particular industry does or your profession does, maybe to right the wrongs of the view on the industry, those sorts of things. I see those as really quite they're great places to start as visions. Um, you know, the, the, the auto mechanics with a bad rap or you often see people are just, you know, there's this shitty service out there and we do it better than everyone else. So find a really good way of, of weaving that into something and how you want to create change around 
um, you know, the perspective people have before you start looking at the, the impact and contribution you're going to have on the world. That comes later. Absolutely. And I guess you might be asking yourself right now, well, how do these things relate to my trades business? And I guess from my experience, many tradesmen are focused on fighting fires and only putting very little time and effort into playing the long-term game. And that's, that's where you win. You don't win in the short sprints, you win in the long-term marathon. So our vision, mission, and values underline everything that we do and all the decisions that we make in the business. And what you'll notice over the next few episodes as we dive into this, or if you've read The Path to Freedom, uh, everything is a stepping stone from the previous step before. You know, Some people pick up the book and go, look, I just want to go straight to systems or goals or team, but you're missing a huge part of the process if you don't lay the tracks step by step. And what you will notice is going through these episodes, going through the book, putting these, these things in, is that you start to build massive momentum within your business as well as massive profits and uh, even more than that, emotional enjoyment through the process as well. So I guess, you know, Miranda, like what should listeners do to get started? Like what are, I guess, the frameworks, et cetera, that we go about when we look at putting a vision in place? Yeah, great. Um, so as, as we said, we're going to go through a bit of the how. There are about 16 steps to doing this, and we're just going to take you through the first three or four now. But what we will do, if you you know click down below, we'll put a link to the SOP that you can download so that you can uh, get all of the steps. We'll make sure you're totally connected with everything or get a copy of The Path to Freedom. Uh, it's all outlaid, uh, outlaid in there. But first and foremost, what you want to do is get rid of the shoulds and the coulds and give yourself permission to dream. So just sit for a moment and find some space with a pen and paper and I uh, guess wipe your mind clean and go, right, I'm going to dream now. So the, my current, current, you know, however it is for me right now in business, I'll just put that to the side, acknowledge it and park it um, and just give, you know, just step into a space where there's no limitations um, except for, you know, I guess the ones you're going to place on yourself. So put those limitations aside and, and put a proverbial a magic wand in your hand and dare to dream and write down whatever comes to mind. Don't censor it. Don't edit it. Um, if you're choosing to type it, allow those red squiggles to rule the root and to let the, 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 the typos, everything. There's no right or wrongs and anything is possible in this moment. You know, the, uh, the first step I want, there's four questions we'll go through now. So this is when you're dreaming. So the first one I want you to write down is what would you like? What would you like? You, you, you talked there about the magic wand, Miranda. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the beaten path for a second. I've been watching a TV series on Amazon Prime, my partner called The Magicians, and it's all about these kids that grown up with these somewhat natural magical abilities, and they're all about to get accepted into Yale and college. And then next thing they know, they find themselves in this portal where they've been accepted into like this magic school that exists only for magicians and invite only. And uh, long story short, one thing that I've been noticing. First and foremost, I'm like, how cool would it be if magic actually exists and the ability to cast spells and do some of the stuff they do? And they find themselves often in a lot of trouble as well, uh, you know, casting the wrong spells. But then the more I look at it, there's this underlying kind of toe. I'm like, magic does exist, right, in the ability that we have, many people, myself included, have no idea the limitations we place on ourselves through our thoughts and our actions, Right. Everyone starts the new year with these grand, grandiose plans to have this to-do list and this bucket list, and then by the second or third week, it's gone. Yet I often 
sit back and look at my life in awe, just can't believe how I, how I am where I am and, and what sort of life I get to live for myself. And this is a conversation we have with many of our clients too that have been with us for some time at Trade Business School. And it's no magic potion or pill or spells that have gotten me or them to where we are right now. It's taking time out of your business to actually stop and sit and dream like if I could create anything for my life right now that, that, that is a fit for me and for my vision, for my family, what would that be? And once you create that, just get to work, taking a step towards doing it. Yet I just see so many traders and contractors and entrepreneurs in general that are just stuck in the day-to-day grind doing a whole bunch of stuff because they should do it. Mm. Where in reality, it's not moving them closer to where they want to be. So these steps we talk about here, as you said, there's, there's 14 very, very simple steps that if you go through and you put the, the time into this, your life in the next 6, 12 months, 2 to 3 years, 6 years will be far beyond and far bigger than the fires that you're putting out currently. And, you know, we said we'd share a couple of them here, but really the work starts with you getting off this episode, getting a copy of The Path to Freedom, maybe join the Trading Business School program that we have so we can keep you accountable and go through the step-by-step. But essentially it starts with the very first question, like, what do you want? Like, if there's no limitations, like, what do you actually want? And I then follow that up with, well, what would having that do for you? It's all well and good to say that you want the million bucks or the Ferrari or the, the, the wife or the child, but like, what's the feeling like that having that stuff would give you? Like, what would having that do for you? Mm, mm. It's, it's such a powerful question, that one. Um, you know, you think back to when we talked about the money trap and that's where you start getting into exploring. Um, if I have the money, what would that do for me? What would the experience be? What would that feel like and sit in that? And this is where your future begins to change by doing this work now. It is not fluff. Um, and it is it is proven time and time again the most successful entrepreneurs, business people in the world, businesses um, do this. Um, they 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 set their visions. So do that one, um, and then you know it's worth diving into a few more layers of. And if you had that, so when you worked out what what it is you'd like and what you want and what that would do for you, then you just ask that over. And if you had that, what would that do for you? And if I had that, what would that do for me? And if I had that, what would it do for me? And keep going and notice when you kind of get stuck with that and then sit there for a moment and ask it again. Uh, you will eventually run out, but um, embrace that that moment of being stuck because you're probably right on the edge of uh, uncovering something pretty cool. Absolutely, absolutely. And I guess like rather let's go through all of it is like, how, like the last question I want to share on this episode is how would you know once you've got that? So if we zoom out for a second, it's like we've got a target. We, we know where we're going. We understand why we're going to get there, right? And then we're going to understand, well, how do we know once we actually get there? Because if we're, again, t- extracting things from a materialistic goal to the feeling behind it, we need to understand when that's coming through. And the reason this is an important step, Miranda, and why we created this process is there is a lot of psychology built into these first uh, few processes, vision, mission, values. But I remember for me that that earlier, I just would set these goals and I would achieve them or come to close to achieving them and I'd create new ones and new ones and new ones. And it wasn't until a few years down the path and I'm a very slow learner, I looked back and was like, shit, I've just spent the last few years chasing my tail. Like I haven't actually stopped to enjoy it and I haven't re- realized that where I'm at is where I once wanted to be. And the unfortunate thing is that in that pursuit, in that endless pursuit of more, I actually lost a lot of things in the process that had real meaning for me. And in the earlier days, that was a relationship with my partner. That was a relationship with my kids. And that's not the case now. 
But this is why we build these in as the first few steps to understand, well, what do we want? Why is it actually important to us? Yeah, we're chasing money, but but what relationship does it have to bettering our life, mm-hmm. right? I remember the days of going and paying for things and I'd have to go and quickly check my phone to make sure I had enough in my card to, to pay for it so I didn't get that, that, that embarrassing decline status on the FPOS machine. And, you know, like how do we know once we've actually achieved this stuff? Now, again, we go through the full 14 steps. It's super easy in the path to freedom. We'll also drop the SOP link somewhere around this video as well. So if you want to go through the, the full process, um, please absolutely do. It will change your business and change your life. But I guess I, I want to kind of end with a couple of things. One thing for me, Miranda, is like if I was to give you the best advice on what to do and what not to do, I've already mentioned this episode, it'd be to focus on progress not perfection, right? Focus on taking steps forwards and achieving things daily, not just putting out fires, but achieving things where you're actually making your business and your life better and not focusing on trying to get things perfect before you reveal them and share them with the world. Yeah, greatly said. You know, a journey of a thousand steps starts with that one step. Uh, yet you know, to, to head towards a future that uh, you desire, that you want, that you will be proud of, that you'll just, you know, you'll you'll step into and you're like, wow, I cannot believe I'm here. I'm so grateful. You must step forward with some intention with those first steps. And and this is it. This is the first step to make an appointment. I'd say, go go and put it in your diary and and set yourself, you know, half an hour, an hour, even if it's 15 minutes and several increments to start doing this work, do it now and do not let the yes slip by. Absolutely. And look, we run a, a free Facebook group called Trades and General Contractors Global. We have uh, well over a thousand members in there where every single week we release free uh, strategies, uh, step-by-step cheat sheets, SOPs, uh, a whole bunch of resources to help you grow a more profitable uh, trades and contracting business that can work without you. There's no cost to join or enter. There's no cost for the stuff we work for free because we know that there'll always be a percentage or portion of people that are like, wow, if this is what these guys do for free, if I was to pay for membership, how fast would my business grow? How better would my life be? So if you haven't already joined our free Facebook group, Trades and General Contacts Global, uh, click on the link below. Make sure you join there. Uh, let us know how we can best help and support you. We'll keep releasing uh, episodes here and obviously uh, strategies and stuff there because ultimately for us, if you win, we win. We're doing a job. But uh, look, thanks very much for tuning and listening today, Miranda. Thank you so much for uh journeying through this episode on vision, the first part of the path to freedom. I look forward to the next one we discuss in depth mission and what that is and is as well. Yeah, Thank you so much, Barry. Love these conversations, especially love stuff about vision. So uh, we will uh, you know, catch you all soon uh, on the next episode, hopefully. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this today. We're really grateful that uh, that was a choice that you made. Bye for now. 